This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to another edition of Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. Uh, It's the month of June. As you listeners are well aware, recruiting never stops in the month of June for this 2022 cycle. So we have plenty to catch up on uh, since the last podcast. And we have another official visit weekend to preview. Uh, David Lake here, joined as always by Gabby Urrutia. And let's jump into it, Gabby. Um, I guess just first off, how you doing? Yet another underclassman com- uh, camp happening on Wednesday. We're recording on Thursday afternoon. Um, how was it seeing the young guys compete? Yeah, no, it, it was great. It was great. Um, you know, it's it's people I feel like kind of look at him like all oh, these kids are so young, but you know, in a few years, these are probably going to be, there's probably a few kids out there that, you know, Miami's going to want to be adding to their class. So, uh, you know, definitely some talent out there. There was for sure some dudes out there making some plays, um, some, a couple big time names, you know, at least one big time quarterback that's already picked up a number of power five offers. So that's a uh, Julian saying the 20, yeah, 2024 quarterback out of Carlsbad, California, uh, his, done a bunch of camps already this uh this like you know in like the past week or so and has earned an offer from every school he's been at so definitely a name to know in that uh 2024 class for sure was he the guy that kind of stood out to you during that that day of the young guys yeah i would say that he was like the guy you know he was probably the the highest rated guy that was that was out there and uh you know so definitely him there was a couple others i mean i think a couple linebackers i think a 2025 kid gavin nix uh, he's going into ninth grade next year, and uh, you know he's going to be a he's going to be a dude in that 2025 class. You know, I I thought Miami might have offered him, like yeah, I thought they were going to, but uh, maybe not quite yet. But I think he's going to be an interesting dude. He's going to be at Lake Highland Prep in Orlando, so uh, definitely a name to know. Another young 2025 that did earn an offer was Jamie French. Uh, he's the younger brother of former Pitt wide receiver Maurice French. So some Miami fans might remember him from you know just past Miami pit games so right. uh he's gonna be at Jacksonville Mandarin and uh you know he was really really good he's he's over six feet already again just going into ninth, uh, ninth grade this fall so you know probably gonna end up being one of those dudes in that class so yeah I mean a few guys that really stood out and I think Miami feels good about you know some of the talent that they're able to bring on camp on campus all right so yeah speaking of that um you know Miami as well as other every program in the country right now is juggling, uh, you know, working guys out. So having campers on, on campus, like Miami did on Wednesday, mainly from the 2024 and 2025 classes. So young guys, but it's good to get eyes on those guys. But in addition to that, you know, uh, guys from the 2022 cycle can, can show up and, and hang out, uh, with the coaches, with the recruiting staff, see the campus, et cetera, et cetera. 
And Miami had two big time guys on campus on Wednesday. Um, so let's jump into that. Let's start with Kamari Wilson, who is the number one safety in the country, according to the 24 seven sports composite. I believe he's originally from Fort Pierce. Is that right? Gabby, do you know, do you remember? Yeah, I think he's from, he went to Fort Pierce Westwood, I believe, okay. or Westward or something like that. Uh, his freshman and sophomore year before transfer. Now at IMG. And, yeah. uh, you know, big time guy, right? And has a longstanding relationship with T-Rob. Uh, right now, uh, the tea leaves kind of suggest Georgia might be the team to beat. But the Hurricanes are in the thick of it in that kind of next group. Um, I guess, Gabby, tell us what we need to know from just uh, Kamari Wilson stopping by Coral Gables on Wednesday. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a big deal. I definitely think it's a big deal. He has made his rounds. You know, he's been at Georgia, Georgia Tech, uh, Mississippi State, Florida. Um, now he's back at, now he was down in Miami. So he has been at a few schools. So, but, you know, I think it's a, I do think it's very notable that he made his way down to Miami. Uh, you know, I know I've said this on the podcast before, but I talked to him after the, the Miami Northwestern game. I think it was back in October of last year. And uh, I just kind of was kind of asking him, like, you know, what school are standing out to you? And he just started raving about T-Rob in South Carolina at the time. So I know that he does feel good about, uh, you know, what Travars Robinson brings and the type of coach that he is and uh, those that type of stuff. And, you know, from what I've been able to gather since, you know, since Kamari visited, uh, I think Miami feels good about, you know, kind of like, again, just it seems like the theme is like Miami really is putting their best foot forward with a lot of these like visits and stuff like that. And I think they they definitely felt the same way about Kamari Wilson. Uh, I think they feel like they were able to show him, his parents, uh, stuff about Miami that they might have not known in the past. And again, I just think they feel good about just having T-Rob in the room and the fact that, you know, just the way he's been able to just elevate their defensive back recruiting as as a whole. So you know, I mean, I think that, you know, Miami definitely helped themselves with Kamari Wilson. Again, Georgia probably is the team to beat right now. But, I mean, you have to feel good about, you know, Miami taking those steps forward. Uh, I guess they sh- Miami should be c- sort of considered in a way like the hometown school with him being a Fort Pierce guy. So I know, you know, that would be him being close to home and all that type of stuff. So uh, I wouldn't rule out the Hurricanes at this point. Again, they signed the top safety and James Williams and Avante Williams basically in back-to-back cycles. So, you know, they've done really, really good at the position. And I'm sure that, you know, Kamari is kind of like the next guy that they would like to bring in if, if it was a possibility. Is it fair to say this recruitment is probably going to go the distance, whether that's December early signing period or the f- traditional February signing period? It looks like just in the database, Kamari only has one official visit planned for the month of June and that's to Texas A&M on June 24th. So presumably he's saving his official visits for the fall. Uh, is that fair to read into it that way, you think, Gabby? Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like Kamari is one of these guys that, uh, you know, he definitely has the luxury. Like, you know, a few guys do have the luxury to kind of wait and kind of keep everyone on hold until, you know, he decides whenever he's going to make a decision. I would not be surprised to see this go all the way down to signing day. I guess if you were to fall in love with school and just kind of want to be done with it all, uh, you know, I, I, I definitely could see that happening too, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a, if this all went all the way into December. Yeah. So Miami essentially needs to, you know, have a good season to, to have a realistic shot with Kamari Wilson. Cause he will be keeping an eye on, on all these top schools again, Georgia, Texas, A&M, Florida, Florida state, LSU, Miami, all in the mix there with Georgia, probably viewed as the favorite as things stand right now. 
Uh, Miami also had another guy, big time target on campus in edge, Nigelie Kelly, who I believe Gabby set me straight if I have this wrong, but he visited Miami Wednesday afternoon slash Wednesday evening and then decided to do a private workout with Jess Simpson. Um, this is this, you know, reel me in here, but I, I find this very encouraging. What do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's awesome. I mean, just when you just think of the fact that Miami's able to get, it's just, I feel like they're just consistently getting guys of like, you know, these, this type of caliber on campus. And, you know, I think it's a big deal. It, it was already a big deal that Nigel came back on Wednesday, right? Like, you know, that he made his way back. Uh, he told me after the cookout that he was planning on coming back. So it was kind of, I feel like that was something else planned, but for him to even come back again on Thursday and work out, like, you know, I just think that's huge for, for Miami to just be able to, you know, just continue to just bring him on and, you know, have him work out, have him go through all that stuff. I think it's a, I think it just kind of shows you where him and his mom are kind of, I know his mom's a big factor in his recruitment as well. And, you know, I just think it's, I just think it kind of shows you where Miami's kind of sits in his picture. He wouldn't be doing this stuff if there wasn't any like, you know, seriously legitimate interests, you know, coming from his end. So, I mean, I think it's an, I think it's a huge, huge deal that Nigel Leak has been on campus, you know, these two days. Yeah. So essentially, you know, I, I think one of the cliches that does ring true in recruiting, right. Is follow the visits. Nigel Kelly has now been on UM's campus three times in the first 10 days of June. Um, you know, that's a big deal. We've talked about Shamar Stewart. My, Miami's gotten him on campus twice in, in these, these first 10 days, and it'll be three times. You know, he's planning to, to swing by on Sunday, so that would be three times in, what, the first 13 days or so. So that would be a positive sign there. Uh, Nigel E. Kelly's coming off of Florida State. No, he, he, he visited Florida State, I guess, unofficially. Yeah. Um, and he's going to visit Indiana this weekend, uh, LSU on June 16th, and then Oregon on June 25th. So he's got a busy month, but the more and more Miami can get him on campus, obviously that's a good sign. I find it interesting too, Gabby, that he, he wanted to work out uh, with Coach Simpson. To me, that shows that he has a desire to see – you know, what his style of coaching is like. And, you know, a lot of times these big time guys, Nigel Leak is a top 100 player now in the 24 seven sports composite. And a lot of times these guys feel like they have more to lose than gain when they work out in front of college coaches. So I like that Nigel Leak is willing to put it on the line and, and kind of show uh, Miami what he's got. And also too, if I want to read into it a little too much, I feel like it's a good sign that he is intrigued by the type of coach Jess Simpson is as well. You agree with that? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I do think that, uh, you know, it seems like Nigel Leak and Jess Simpson hit it off at, at the cookout. And so for him to, you know, want to work out for him, I mean, I, I definitely agree with, you know, just how you're kind of like the vibe that you're kind of getting from that. I just think it's big that Nigel Leak kind of wants to test that out see, Hey, this is a guy that could potentially be coaching me for the next three, four years. Like let's kind of see how that is, how that kind of goes too. And then it's also good for Miami to, be able to kind of just put him through a workout too, just from their end. And I mean, I know that they obviously think he's an amazing player and his tape definitely shows that, but I just think it's just a good way to just continue building that relationship too, through competition, through, you know, te those teaching moments and all that stuff. So I think it's a good way for, you know, for both parties to really just kind of continue to come together, grow together as you know, that he obviously has a very busy June uh, just to kind of just like, you know, continue to keep that in his mind and just kind of build that, you know, report just really just from the jump. I think that's pretty big. 
So Miami was able to get two top 100 guys on campus on a random Wednesday slash Thursday. Good sign. This weekend, Miami's going to host official visitors, and we will break down kind of what you need to know uh, from a preview standpoint going into those official visits after this break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, we're back, Gabby. And uh, yeah, another, another big official visit weekend here for the Hurricanes. Uh, more from a number standpoint compared to last weekend. Last weekend, there were seven guys. This weekend, as far as we, we know right now, <clears throat> Thursday afternoon, uh, they are set to host 12 official visitors. Um, well, I think we'll touch on them all at some point here during this discussion. So no need to kind of go through the list of all the names right now. I will say that Miami's hosting two. There are only two commitments right now in, in Jakar, Jakari Brown, four-star quarterback out of Valdosta Lounge, and Quan uh, Lee, uh, three-star wide receiver out of Gainesville Buholes. So uh, it's good to get those guys on campus. Good to get them around some targets they want uh, in helping on the recruiting side of things. So where I want to start here with this uh, discussion, Gabby, is to me, just from a big picture standpoint, I kind of view this weekend as a, as a chance for Miami to kind of get some recruiting momentum going on the offensive side of the ball yep. and, and maybe even get a better understanding in terms of where they stand with some of these uh, offensive targets that they, they want to zero in on. Do you think that's fair? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you just see the names that are coming in. I mean, you got, I mean, Rob Likens has his work cut out for him this weekend. I mean, four wide receivers that are coming in. Um, you got Ja'Curry Brown, your quarterback, you know, especially with these offensive targets. Uh, you know, I think it's a big deal that, you know, this weekend is kind of coming together the way that it is with Ja'Curry being in town because, uh, you know, it's definitely probably every top pass catching target for Miami will be in Coral Gables this weekend. So I just think it's big, not only considering again, just what Miami's already been able to do and kind of shown what they've been, they've been able to do over the last week or so, but also having like kind of like the pillar of your, your of your class an elite 11 quarterback into Curry Brown, uh, just kind of being there also kind of being that, you know, in-house sort of recruiter. And then you kind of know Jake Garcia is going to be involved in all those types of dudes. So, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a great opportunity for Miami to make a move on the offensive side of the ball with, uh, with a lot of these guys coming in. So let's start at that receiver spot, right? So they have Quan Lee, uh, who is committed. He's visiting this weekend. Um, and, and then they have three targets visiting as well in four star Jaden Gibson, 
who is from the central Florida area. I believe he's a Florida legacy, uh, has ties to UF in that way. You have four-star wide receiver Isaiah Horton, who hails from the state of Tennessee. And then you have uh, three-star Florida Gator commit Isaiah Bond, uh, who visited back in March, I believe it was, with Jakari Brown when Jakari came to check things out. Uh, UM's campus, Coral Gables, City of Miami, all that stuff on his own. He brought Isaiah Bond down with him. Um, I, I want to take things this way, Gabby. In, in a way, kind of these three targets, um, Miami's kind of doing a song and dance a lot, you know, with, with chasing these guys uh, with the University of Florida. I feel like, and it could go either way, right? The, the dominoes falling. But I feel like Miami's going to want to get whoever Florida doesn't get it or vice versa. Right. So Florida already landed one of the top guys that, that Miami really wanted in this class and Isaiah bond. Now Miami's going to try and change that tide here this weekend. Um, but the Gators are also heavily involved with Jaden Gibson. And then I get the vibe Gabby that Isaiah Horton would ideally, like if he had his pick of school, he would pick Florida, but I'm not sure if that feeling's necessarily mutual uh, on the Florida side of things. Um, so did, am I reading this all correctly? It, you know, these tea leaves, do you, do you feel like Miami and Florida are, are kind of going head to head with some of these receivers right now? Absolutely. I, th- I think you, I think you hit it on the head. Uh, you know, Jaden Gibson. Yes. I think both parents went to UF. Something that a lot of people don't realize is Jaden Gibson's mom is actually from Miami. So there is some ties to the Miami area. He is pretty familiar with South Florida in that aspect. Uh, Isaiah Bond, you know, a guy that, you know, we had kind of pegged to Miami after the visit with Ja'Curry Brown. Uh, things went Florida's way for whatever reason. But, you know, I, I do think that I'm not 100% convinced that that recruitment's fully over either, you know, especially if you're taking official visits and all that stuff with Ja'Curry Brown again. Uh, you know, following that commitment, you know, he was, he didn't shut it down or anything like that. So I do think that there's a chance for Miami to kind of swoop back in and make a move there. And then, yeah, with Isaiah Horton, I mean, I, I agree. Uh, I think Florida's probably the top school in his, in his mind. I think he's, he's said so publicly to uh, Swamp 24-7's Blake Alderman. But, you know, I know Florida does have uh, some receivers higher on their board, for example. I mean, they already have Isaiah Bond uh, on board. They li- really like Jaden Gibson. They're going all after uh, Evan Stewart. Uh, I know there's a couple other guys that they're kind of going after. So, you know, I think Miami could potentially put themselves in a really, really good spot with Isaiah Horton this weekend. So, you know, I, I think they're, I think I definitely think that there's room for Miami to make up ground on Florida for some of these guys, especially, you know, Gibson, Horton and Bond who have already been on campus and done the whole visit thing. You know, Miami's going to get a chance to kind of give them another look now. And so you're, you're, I think the hope is that Miami's able to just really make a move with those guys and maybe level the playing field or potentially, you know, just gain some ground on Florida with those guys. So let's go through it bullet points with each guy, right? So Isaiah Bond, who again is committed to Florida, visited Miami with Jakari Brown. Kind of the word I got behind the scenes, Gabby, is that Isaiah, um, you know, his mom wasn't necessarily on board was sending her son to UM because she uh, has concerns about the big city of Miami reputation, all that stuff. So uh, I, I think from a Miami standpoint, the hope would be, you know, mom comes with Isaiah on this official visit and maybe sees things, uh, you know, differently. Fair to say. 
Yeah, I, I think that's. I think that would definitely be probably one of the main points. I mean, if you're Miami, um, I remember I was talking to Malik Ogbo, and he was talking about how like Coral Gables almost felt like a small town. You know, it's like its own little town, like within Miami and all that stuff. So, um, I think Miami has a chance to show if Isaiah Bond's mom does come, just kind of show that you know Coral Gables is a place where you could feel comfortable leaving your son, and just kind of show. I mean, you, I think you just show the record of just how players have been in Miami. I mean, I can't think of many re in recent years that, uh, you know, have just, it's kind of like a re raising red flags, like, oh, I don't want to send my son to Miami. Like, I'm not sure Miami's had a whole lot of that recently. So, you know, um, I, I think that there's a chance for Miami to kind of flip the script there, which I think would ease a lot of concerns. And I think would, again, could potentially allow Miami to just kind of creep back in there for Isaiah Bond. Uh, that's why I kind of feel like, you know, maybe it's not over yet because I, I'm thinking that, you know, that narrative could potentially shift in the Bond household after this weekend. So Isaiah, after Miami's planning to visit Alabama, after that planning to visit Texas. So he's a highly sought after guy, one of the fastest recruits in the country, Jaden Gibson. Um, let's shift our discussion to him. How, how realistic, like how much do you think Miami is in this one? Because, you know, like you said, he is a Florida legacy right? And that does usually matter in recruiting. Um, do you view Florida as the team to beat right now? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to. I think you have to view Florida as a team to beat. And, uh, you know, that's not to say Miami hasn't done a good job. And that's why And you have to also have to remember, Jaden Gibson hasn't, like, he's one of these guys that has not taken college visits. You know, like, he's one of these guys that, like, before June, like, he hadn't seen any of these schools. So I think that like, you know, Florida being his parents all modern and all that stuff, I think that has a lot to do with it. But I remember just talking to him, you know, before all this stuff opens up, he's just like, I haven't really seen anywhere. Like I'm excited to just go see everything. So I think Gibson, you know, Jaden Gibson actually coming down and seeing Miami again, I think it's just a chance for Miami to make that impression for them to just show him what Miami is, because it seems like, like I know he just spent the weekend. I know he went to South Carolina. He loves South Carolina. I know South Carolina has beautiful facilities and it's a very underrated place in terms of just like what they have, you know, over there in Columbia. So I think Miami, again, just has a chance to wow him, you know, kind of give him something else to look at. You know, he was at Florida State, left saying good things about Florida State. He's going to come down to Miami. And I just think they need to just continue to show him like what is what he's capable of doing down here, what it's like down here and all that stuff. So I think just getting him on campus could you know potentially shift things in his mind because i know miami is one of the top schools for him i do think florida is the team to beat but you know again as someone that's really relatively new to this recruiting process and actually going and checking out schools uh you know i do think he's impressionable i guess in some sorts of ways so i think miami does have a chance to wow him and you know potentially kind of again just kind of even this out or just gain ground back on florida and then isaiah horton right uh yeah. we, we discussed how he probably ideally would like to pick florida We'll see if that feeling's mutual by the end of the cycle. I think Alabama, he also has interest in. Again, we'll see if that feeling's mutual as well. To me, Gabby, this one looks like a battle between Miami and Tennessee at the end of the day. Um, I, I know he's gotten on campus at Tennessee already this month. He, you know, that's his home state. Um, would you say this is Miami's best chance? Uh, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna pick which one of these three guys Miami does end up signing in this class? Would you pick Isaiah Horton? Yeah, I probably would. I probably would. And, uh, you know, I would definitely say Miami. That's probably, 
the the low hanging fruit, I guess, in, in certain ways, just because again, I don't know if Florida is going to end up circling back him. They very, I just think if Florida does, I really would consider him a Florida guy, but you know, I, I really do think that Miami just has a chance to with all these guys to put themselves in a better position than they were coming in. So, I mean, I do think Horton, but I honestly, like, I felt like, like Isaiah bond was really feeling Miami too, before, you know, he ended up committing to Florida. So, I mean, I think Miami has a chance really with him to, potentially get back in it. And uh, I'm not ready to really cross Miami out there. I'm not ready to just say this is a visit. I think Miami has a chance to make a move with Isaiah Bond. So I'm interested to see how the visit goes and how that ultimately ends up, you know, uh, impacting the recruitment if it does at all. So I think after this weekend will be, I think it'll be, I think it'll be very telling to see how everything kind of shakes itself out after this visit. Miami is also hosting three offensive linemen this week. Uh, Three-star Leighton Nelson out of Orlando Boone. He's the only in-state offensive lineman visiting. Also, uh, Cameron Williams, four-star out of Duncanville, Texas, and Falenta Carswell, a uh, guy who's not yet rated by the industry, but certainly generating a lot of buzz this summer. He's a guy with a lot of physical tools, six foot seven, two seventy-five. Looks athletic on tape. Um, let's just talk about one of these guys, Gabby, and I'll let you take the floor here. Which one intrigues you the most? I mean, for me, who intrigues me the most out of all these guys is probably Cameron Williams. And uh, that's just because of his size and, you know, just talking to some people just like within the program, like, you know, that they want these just like space eaters. And, and like, he's someone that has drawn comparisons from people inside Coral Gables to Navon Donaldson. And, you know, I know, David, you're super high on Navon Donaldson. I know a lot of us are just in terms of what he kind of adds to the running game and all that stuff. And just, I think Miami feels like, you know, if they were to bring him in, they kind of have the blueprint on how to handle a guy with his size listed at six, five, three sixty. Um, I've heard in the past, he was been floating maybe a little heavier than that, but then has trimmed down. So not exactly sure what he's at right now, but still a massive, massive body. And so I just think in terms of just like, what he could potentially bring to the offensive line. Uh, I think Cameron Williams is a, is a very intriguing name plays at a big time program in Texas that Duncanville school, I believe competes for like a state, like a state championship basically year in and year out. So uh, a top notch program in the Lone Star state. So that's probably my guy I'm most intrigued with just kind of coming in out of those three. Yeah. Miami definitely wants to land some people movers on the offensive line moving forward. Cameron certainly seems like he's one of those types of guys and the competition for him is going to be stiff, right? Cause he he's coming off an Oregon official visit, Mario Cristobal, one of the best offensive line evaluators uh, and developers in the country also set to take official visits after Miami to Oklahoma and Texas. So some of the kind of local powers for Cameron Williams being that he's from the state of Texas. So uh, clearly the country is intrigued by him as well. Um, let's move on to the five-star Gabby bear Alexander. We touched on it a little bit uh, in the previous podcast, any new buzz you hearing? I know bear kind of keeps things close to the vest, but uh, anything else you want to touch on with bear here going into this weekend? No, I mean, I just think it's a, I just think it's a big deal that Miami is able to get him on campus. You know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, a lot of, I feel like the, the industry feels like, you know, Texas A&M might be in the driver's seat, but you know, again, I just feel like Miami's done a good job just with defensive linemen. And I know they're going to, I know they're going to roll out the red carpet for Bear Alexander. And, you know, I think that, uh, I think that they have a potential, I think they have the potential to maybe sneak up on some people here and, 
you know, again, just kind of seeing how everything's kind of going around Coral Gables recently. Like, you know, I'm not ready to just say like, you know, Miami doesn't have a chance with anybody, you know, if he's coming, I think that's a big deal. I know the people in Coral Gables feel good about the relationship that they've been able to build with him and with his father. So I think that this is a legit uh, visit. And so, you know, I, again, I think it's going to be tough to beat out, you know, Jimbo Fisher and those guys, but, you know, I think it's a, I, I you, whenever you get a five-star on campus, I, I know that's huge. And, you know, I think just having Leonard Taylor around uh, is a good, is a good selling point of just saying like, Hey man, do you want to play next to this guy? So I think that could potentially be intriguing for him, but let's see how this weekend goes. Yep. So just to recap, Bayer Alexander, five-star uh, decommitted from Georgia this week, then immediately announced his official visit to UM. Now it is like, like Gabby alluded to, it, it is kind of thought at this stage that Texas A&M is going to be the team to beat, but who knows? We'll see if Miami can make a move there this weekend with him visiting uh, Jacoby Spells, who is a key cornerback prospect Miami would like to add in this class. He's coming off a official visit to West Virginia on June 4th, did not commit um, to the Mountaineers, at least publicly, right? Um, I like the timing of this, right? Because I think West Virginia was viewed as kind of the, the biggest competition at this stage for Jacoby Spells. Uh, and, and now Miami gets a chance to get him back on campus. Yeah, I, I think it's big that Miami's kind of is, is able to just get him right back on campus, just coming off that West Virginia visit. Um, I'm hearing stuff that, you know, that visit went pretty well. Again, no, no commitment or anything like that. So I think that uh, I think Miami just I think Miami needs to make a move here, just kind of continue to show him that hometown love. And, uh, you know, I think it's a good opportunity for them to kind of, you know, continue to kind of move forward in that recruitment and just kind of see how everything goes because, you know, that's, I mean, he's obviously probably the top local cornerback on Miami's board. And so, you know, kind of, you know, continuing to make moves with him, continue, continuing to just show that, you know, he's wanted in Coral Gables and for DeMarcus Van Dyke and Travis Robinson to, you know, continue to show him that love. I think it would be a big deal because uh, you know, I do feel like West Virginia player in the recruitment. I know David, look, we've talked, I know you talked about a, when, after you talked to him after the cookout, Georgia could potentially make a move yeah. here too. So, you know, I think that a strong visit this weekend could help uh, push Miami in the right direction. You know, I, I know the Hurricanes are feeling good about where they kind of stand with Chris Graves and with Kamari Rogers, you know, two four-star cornerbacks. Kamari Rogers, a, a top hundred talent in the, in the composite. So, you know, if Miami were to get some good news out of those two guys, I feel like it would almost help with Jacoby too. just kind of be like, Hey man, like, well, you need to kind of hop on board too. So I think that, uh, I think that this could be a, a good way to kind of, you know, maybe push a little bit for Jacoby and show pressure. him, yeah, turn up the pressure a little bit and uh, kind of see how he's really, really feeling about the program. Cause so I think that this could be a, a big weekend for Miami's cornerback recruiting and where things kind of stand with Jacoby. What are the vibes on Caden Helms four-star tight end visiting this weekend out of Nebraska? Seems like the early thoughts are that Oklahoma is the team to beat. Um, what, what are, what are the vibes with Caden? Yeah, I, I know that he's probably the top tight end on Miami's board. Uh, again, they feel good about the way that they've kind of recruited the tight end position over the past few cycles. Uh, you know, landed Elijah Royo out of Texas, a guy who finished inside the top two, four, seven, one of the top tight ends in the country. Um, so I know that, you know, that tight end, you 
uh, sort of, you know, reputation is going to help Miami. I do think Oklahoma is sitting in a pretty good spot. I think Arizona state is in a pretty good spot as well. I think he's going to go see North Carolina as well. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, you know, I think that Miami feels pretty good about where they're at this weekend. And again, just kind of a guy coming from the Midwest like that. Uh, I think that they believe that they have a chance to really impress him about just like, you know, what Miami has to offer and really just kind of pushing that tight end. You, uh, you know, what Brevin Jordan has been able to do, you know, having with Will Mallory, again, Elijah Royal, those types of guys and kind of show him that this is a place where he can come in and really make an impact. So I think if you're Miami, you have to be feeling pretty good about, you know, Caden Helms coming in this weekend again, which Curry Brown with a lot of these other top offensive guys where you can kind of sh- almost kind of like pro like portray the vision of what like the future offense could sort of look like. So I think that's a, I think that's a big deal. Let's wrap this up with some big picture discussion on, on this weekend in general. And I'll just, I'll just lead you with this Gabby, in your opinion, this weekend is a success. If this weekend is a success. If I think this weekend is a, is a success. If Miami makes a move with the receivers and like across yeah. the board, if, if like the, if the receivers leave feeling much better about Miami than what they came in with, I think this weekend is a success. If you have Isaiah bond really like giving Miami a strong second look, if you're able to maybe sway the family into thinking, you know, Miami is a place where I feel comfortable sending my son. If you know, Jaden Gibson is wowed by Miami. If Isaiah Horton, comes in feeling like, okay, if Florida's going to maybe slow play me, I could easily come to Miami right now and play. So, you know, I think that this is, I think this is a successful weekend if, you know, if Ja'Curry Brown is, you know, really an active part of the recruiting and, you know, he's really able to mesh with all of these guys and, you know, just by his personality and the type of person that we know he kind of is, you know, after speaking with him and stuff, uh, you know, just him being that kind of like magnetic personality and kind of portraying that to all these guys, uh, I, I think that that would be, I think that that would make this a successful weekend is if just everyone left feeling better about Miami than they did when they came in sort of the vibe that I, we've been kind of been feeling from these guys basically throughout the week, especially last weekend after those official visits. So um, if that continues to be the trend, I, I think my, I think that would make this a, a successful official visit weekend. Last weekend, we didn't think there'd be any immediate commitments coming out of the weekend. Uh, that proved to be the case. Unfortunately, uh, do we expect any commitments, possibly, you know, immediate commitments, possibly coming out of this weekend's visitors? I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. I feel like that's not really the trend that basically anywhere in the country. Like, I feel like nobody's right. getting like these on the spot commitments. Um, I feel like even if there is maybe commitments, I feel like maybe there's still kind of like a closedness about it in terms of just like kind of wanting to still take your visits or do all that type of stuff. So um, I'm not sure if Miami walks away from this weekend with a stronger class than what they walked in with. I really just think it's just about, again, just kind of continuing to build that foundation to, you know, again, just really establish those relationships, really make impacts on these guys and just show them a good time. And again, just having, having them leave feeling better than, you know, when they arrive. So I think, I think that's really how you should view this. I, th- I don't think it's – if Miami doesn't get a commitment from Jacoby Spells or Leighton Nelson or anything like that, like it's not a failure of a weekend. You know, I don't want people feeling like if Miami leaves, with, leaves empty-handed after this weekend that, oh, this was just a bust. Like that's absolutely not the case. I think everyone around the country knows that these kids want to take their visits. 
they're going to kind of go through the process after being off campuses for 15 plus months. And uh, so I think that, uh, again, it's just about the, it's just about continuing to, again, just put your best foot forward and continue to build, uh, you know, your brand, your relationships and all that stuff. So let's, let's talk about it this way then, right? Uh, Miami is going to have two guys committed visiting this weekend, right? So let's yeah. assume those two guys sign. Uh, how many guys from this weekend's visitors do you think end up signing with Miami? So in addition to these two, let's set the number at four and a half over yeah. under. Man, that's where, um, I, that's where I was at. I mean, these over-unders, David, you kill me with these over-unders. They're always <laughs> on the money. Um, man, I would like to say... I would like to say under, I, I'm feeling like four, honestly. I think yeah. I can see four total um, being committed in this class. I, again, I wouldn't be surprised if it was more, but just, you know, where things stand, you know, again, the day before. So would you say visit, basically Jakari, Quan, yeah. one of the other receivers, Yeah, right? maybe one of the receivers. And Jacoby. And, yeah, and J- Jacoby. I could see Jacoby, and then I could see, I, again, I could also see maybe one of the linemen. Like, I could see, like, a Leighton Nelson, maybe even a Cameron Williams, you know, maybe in, so... You know, I could definitely see the over. I think being sort of conservative at this point, I would say four in total. Mm-hmm. But um, I could definitely see five, maybe even six, honestly, depending on how things is, things go this weekend. So just because I'm saying four right now doesn't mean uh, we've seen how things have changed in four yeah. or five days, you know, just throughout the month of June so far. So we could be feeling very different on Tuesday than we feel right now on Thursday. So, I mean, right now I'd probably say four, but I could see that kind of moving up. All right. Good stuff, Gabby. I appreciate the preview. Again, if you guys don't subscribe for for Gabby's recruiting scoop, he crushed it last weekend. Uh, He's going to do more of the same this weekend. Uh, Again, too, we always appreciate it when you guys give us five-star reviews on on whatever platform you guys listen to your podcasts on. So definitely helps us if you do that. Uh, Appreciate all you guys listening. Gabby, look forward to reading your recruiting updates. Uh, from this official visit weekend Uh, should be a fun one and thanks man this was a fun conversation no absolutely david love it always take care man all right man okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.